This episode of I Hate the Homies is brought to you by McDonald's. You know how you can smell when your food's about to be good, good? That's me every time I pull out the Mickey D's drive-thru with a McCrispy sandwich. I mean, we're talking about two buttered buns stacked with pickles and crispy, juicy, tender chicken. Come on, man. And when that crispy chicken and the crispy pickle come together between two buttered buns, yeah, all is good. And the funny thing is that I don't think I've ever made it home from the drive-thru without taking a bite of that freshly prepared McCrispy sandwich because once I smell it, I got to have it right there in the car. I guess the word is out on that. So go get yours today. News headlines. Entertainment. Sports. It's the front page on the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. All right, you got your front page right here. Maria, good morning. Good morning, RSMS family. Here's what's happening in news. Descendants of enslaved people living on a Georgia island vowed to keep fighting Tuesday after county commissioners voted to double the maximum maximum size of homes allowed in their tiny enclave. Black residents of the Hog Hummock community on Sapelo Island say zoning changes favor wealthy buyers and will lead to tax increases that could pressure them to sell their land. In other news, Utah Senator Mitt Romney announced yesterday that he will retire from the U.S. Senate at the end of his current term. At 76 years old, he said he'll be too old for the job by the end of another term. I'm Maria Moore, and that's a quick look at news. For more headlines, visit rickysmileymorningshow.com. Rock T, what's going on in sports? WNBA playoffs tipped off last night. The Connecticut Sun take a 1-0 lead over Minnesota Lynx behind the Juana Bonner's 17 points and 15 rebounds. The Las Vegas Aces, the champs, not Knocked off the Chicago Sky by 28 points. They lead that series 1-0. The NBA has approved tougher resting policy rules and punishments for star players who sit out games during the season. I love this. This is about doggone time, man. Teams can be fined more than $1 million for each instance of violating resting rules once they get past uh, three games of sitting out. So they can get fined $100,000 to sit out one game, $250,000 they sit out two games. If they are healthy, it's different if they're really injured. But if they're healthy, man, quit sitting out. Uh, last but not least, tonight, t- uh, Thursday Night Football, the Philadelphia Eagles and the Minnesota Vikings. Pick the Eagles to win that game. The rest of my Rocky NFL picks of the week coming up later on in the show. What up there, Gary? All right, y'all. Everybody's talking about U.S. Open champion, y'all. Miss Coco Golf Baby. This girl was on Instagram recently talking about what she plans to do with her tournament winnings. Now, the 19-year-old was asking about a fan what she'll do with her $3 million in winnings and whether she'll be using it to pay off any student loans or debt. She said, oh, baby, she said, I'm too young, honey. She said, my parents never, honey, put me in that position, baby, to be in debt. So she said, I have nothing to pay right now. But she said that her brother, now, one thing her brother did ask for, he asked her if he, she would buy him a Bugatti. And she said she told him, no, he better work and make his own money. But I think uh, she should buy she should buy a brother who got uh, I mean, she Hell no, you crazy? Maybe she's a millionaire. I ain't seen the brother out there throwing not one tennis ball to help her practice. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. No, no, you can get you can get your nice little Toyota Celica or or, or something to start out a with. Celica, they don't sell those no more, do they? No, they don't no, make no. them. No. No. I'm sorry, not since '83. That's all right. That's the point, though. <laughs> right. That's the point. She should help her. Hell, I can buy one of them. You said a Celica. <laughs>
right. by her brother's son. But anyway, kudos to Miss um, Coco, honey, and her little brother, honey. She made a lot of money. She got a lot of endorsements. All right, the Kahlua today, honey, is one of my favorite Kahlua. My Kahlua today is fresh mint. On the high end, you say fresh mint. I mean, on the high end, you say fresh mint. On the low end, you say beautiful sky green. That's your Kahlua for the day. Brad, what you got coming up in the hot spot? Coming up next in the hot spot, Oprah catching backlash. And I'm going to tell you why up next. It's the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. What up, Ricky? Good morning, everybody. I'm your girl, Brad Tat Tat, and this is the hot spot where we bring you music, movies, and more. So let's get off into it. Well, Oprah Winfrey is responding to the backlash she received after asking the public to donate to the People's Fund of Maui that she created with Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Now, Oprah, who has a reported net worth of $2.8 billion, and the Black Adam actor, who reportedly is worth $800 million, committed $5 million each to the start of the People Fund, People's Fund of Maui. However, many blasted the pair for looking for the working class to donate instead of their celebrity friends. Now, when asked about her reaction to the online criticism, this is what she said. Being terrorized and vilified online. It will take you out. Uh, I was on the ground talking to lots of people, trying to figure out how do I best help. In the beginning, it was just, you know, material things, dropping off generators and towels. And then I started talking to people. People really wanted their own agency. Dolly Parton, in 2017, during the wildfires in Gatlinburg, started a people's fund. She Mm. called it My People's Fund. She raised... $12.5 million and then directly gave it to the people, $1,000 a month. Hmm. I thought, whoa, that's the idea. And we thought, because both of us have given to charities our whole life, would be a great idea. Well, we should think about that. I mean, I don't see nothing wrong with it. I don't see nothing wrong, wrong with it either. You just get, I, don't, I don't know if you can have her in the front. You might have to get somebody like Taraji P. Henson to get in front of it and say, hey, the Oprah Winfrey uh, Foundation, this money is going directly to the people. Because but why was Dolly Parton able to do it, you think? Uh, I don't know. She's got more money. She's more kind of more in tune with the people. Kind of People feel like she's more one of them. Uh, there's kind of like an out-of-touch thing with her. Uh, it's just me. With Oprah? Yeah. And then you got to realize who, who's the one of the main people that's attacking Oprah, too. Yeah. And, and then, then black folks just, just uh, once they don't like you over something, they just it's don't over. like you no matter what, what you do. Saying. It's just over. Right. You can have a that's good heart and be Right. But, but if I was Oprah, what I would have done, I would have got somebody that the people just really like, love that's on the ground, like a Taraji P. Henson to get out there. And uh, and you know, and say something because she people feel like Taraji. Or I'm just saying, for example, somebody like Taraji, people feel more close to her, but they don't feel close and connected to Oprah. They just they just don't. Uh, especially after the Kobe Bryant incident, when uh, her and Gail they put a bad taste in a lot of people's mouth. And you know, once mm-hmm. once you eat a food that you don't like and it tastes bad, you don't eat it no more. Kind of like Justin Timberlake and Michael Jack. I mean Michael Jackson. Janet, and Janet Jackson. Jackson. Yeah, they just yeah. don't. They just don't. Once people, it, 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 you don't even know why. You need you know it's something like they did something. It's something I'm not feeling that person mm-hmm. because they did something. I can't remember what they did, but they did it. That kind mm-hmm. of thing, Brett. And you know, and Oprah does live in Hawaii. Huh? huh? She lives in Hawaii. Oprah lives in Hawaii as well. And see, the they, rocks, they, so, they, they connected all of that stuff. 
They connected yeah. the fact that she bought all that land in Hawaii. Yeah. They connected how much she bought the land for. I don't know if it's true or not. I'm not attacking Oprah, but I'm just saying if, if I was Oprah and I had at some point put a bad taste in people's mouth, I think I probably would get somebody else or get uh, organize a, uh, a bunch of people that everybody liked and have them on the front line doing it and name it something else and keep my name out of it, but put the money up to get it done. You understand what I'm saying? That's uh, right. It's the Ricky yeah. Smiley Morning Show. You liar! I believe him, yo. I don't know why, but I do. All right, Special K got news you positively absolutely cannot use. Special K, good morning. Yeah, good morning, man. I got a lot of good stuff going on in my life, man. Just uh, celebrated another day around the sun yesterday. Happy, happy What'd you about do for that. your birthday, man? Thank you, Lord. I made absolutely nothing. Okay. My family that's, let that's me get some thing. rest. You know, that's I'm at that thing. age where all you want to do is sleep. I look forward to a nap like other dudes look forward to sex. I promise you. I just be lacking to lay down. <laughs> ah, ain't nothing wrong with I that, just, dog. I just be rock. I just be wanting to lay down, dog. Yes, sir. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So, uh, huh? No, no, I'm saying that couch. You got that. Everybody got that one couch in the house and that one throw blanket. Boy, what is you saying? What yes, is sir. you saying? All right, man. Make sure y'all follow me on Instagram, Special K nine one three. I need to get two million more followers by this afternoon. So, <laughs> follow me on IG at Special K nine one three. See all the wonderful things I got going on in my world. Today's news is sponsored by the Riddle of the Day. The answer: Gary with the T and Allen Iverson. The question: One is known for great ball handling skills, and the other one is Allen Iverson. All right, <laughs> Gary. Oh, please, honey. He old like you just you know said. What it's time for. See now. You know what it's time for, Gary. <laughs> what? One of your favorites. She got that fire. It's oh. time for She Got That Fire. Oh. Bring it on. Fellas need, to, fellas, need to, fellas need to know who's worth the effort out there. Fellas need to know. If you're going to do that two for 25 at Applebee's, you need to know who is worth it. So, Come fellas, on. these are the things you need to look for when you're trying to see who got that fire. If she's dragging a wagon in the back, but she got them little A cups up top, she got yes, that sir. fire. <laughs> <laughs> if she pigeon toed and she laughed way too loud, she's annoying, oh, yeah. but she got that fire. <laughs> yes, sir. If you go in her kitchen and the bread don't have no twisty on it, it's just tied up in that little knot. Or come fold. on now. <laughs> come on now. Or fold it. Look up at look up in her pantry. If she ain't got no healthy cereal in her pantry for, for them kids. If she ain't got no healthy cereal, she got that fire. <laughs> If she got off-brand ketchup and mustard in the refrigerator, she got that fire. Catsup. Catsup. Come on now. <laughs> if she stay with her mama and they stay with her mama and they all stay with her uncle. Come on now. She got that fire. Yes, sir. You about if to her toddler know how to cuss and his nose always... <laughs> and his nose always... <laughs> running run and, and, and his hair stank. And he got silver cap. He got the silver cap <laughs> on the teeth. <laughs> If she talked real, if she talked real loud on the phone while she at the store or the bank, come on now, she got that fire. <laughs> if oh, she man. knocked knee and her thighs scrubbed together, come on yeah. now. Yeah, she ain't you know she ain't big, but she did them thighs scrub. Yes, sir. If her two year old don't look nothing like her three year old, that don't look nothing like her six year old, and they all got different hair textures. Come on, yes, now. sir. That fire. <laughs> If uh, y'all have sex and she jumps straight up and don't even wipe off and just throw her work uniform on and go, that's <laughs> <laughs> Did you get in her car and it smelled like a wet baby diaper, dirty laundry, McDonald's nuggets, sauce, and brown pro style gel? 
Man, you taking us all back to when we was in our twenties. All this stuff when we was in our twenties, we did all this. I'm telling you, she. If every time she come to your house, she need ten dollars for gas. Well, that's now. If every time she go to the wing place, she order number all flats. Come on now. She that real fine chick that worked the dressing room at Ross or Marshalls. She looked 19, but she really 34. Come on now. She got that. Oh, boy, yes, sir. Yes, sir. With them lashes on. Yeah. Any chick that was on the dance team all through high school and college, but now she 31 and still ain't had no kids. Come on now. She got that. Yes, oh, boy, for real. You're the one that don't get you right back. Chicks that stay stuff like drinking coffee is for white people. She ignorant, (laughs) but trust me. This episode of I Hate the Homies is brought to you by McDonald's. You know how you can smell when your food's about to be good, good? That's me every time I pull out the Mickey D's drive-thru with a McCrispy sandwich. I mean, we're talking about two buttered buns stacked with pickles and crispy, juicy, tender chicken. Come on, man. And when that crispy chicken and the crispy pickle come together between two buttered buns, yeah, all is good. And the funny thing is that I don't think I've ever made it home from the drive-thru without taking a bite of that freshly prepared McCrispy sandwich because once I smell it, I got to have it right there in the car. I guess the word is out on that. So go get yours today. Hold it. He's half man, half woman. It's Gary. I want to hip you to the teeth. It's Gary, baby. Gary, good morning. Good morning, Ricky. Good morning, America. Good morning, the U.S. What, Thursday? You don't know what day it is? I know. Take your medicine, bro. Take your medicine. Here's what happened in celebrity news, y'all. K. Michelle, baby, she says, despite, honey, Jocelyn Hernandez's claim, she says she was not, y'all, the highest paid loving hip-hop star. She said she want everyone to shine, honey. She said, but do not lie. Now, they're saying K. Michelle said she wants the world to know that Jocelyn didn't make more money than her, baby, during their time on loving hip-hop Atlanta. Now, they're saying that the former loving hip-hop Atlanta castmates, K. Michelle and Jocelyn Hernandez, they have had, y'all, a turbulent history over the years and that doesn't seem to be letting up. Now they say, as we all recall from last week because I talked about it, Jocelyn Hernandez took part, y'all, in an interview. You know, she was with um, Carlos um, King, y'all, and she alleged, y'all, that she was the highest earning personality within the franchise. Now when they asked her, honey, what was her top salary, and she let it be known, she said she made $50,000 um, an episode and explained that she initially made much less, you know, but according to the Puerto Rican princess, she started the show, she said she was only making $1,500 an episode, but the payments quickly progressed, honey. And, you know, she said, Cole, she said, they just kept bumping me up. She said, honey, they was just throwing money at me. She said, they was like, honey, we don't want her not to come to work, honey, unquote. And I think Jocelyn probably was because she was the most popular person on the show. I mean, you know, it, it was just like with Nene and Real Housewives of Atlanta. I mean, these people, you know, everybody knew them and other people weren't really that known. So, I mean, Brad, you kind of familiar with that. Don't you think that she probably made the most money? I don't know if she made the most money because people had different contracts on that show, but they do do get bumped up every season. Yeah. So I can't really say how much she made, but I know she made a decent amount because towards the end when you know they were saying she was on drugs and doing all this stuff and she was mm-hmm. messing around with Stevie, she didn't want to come to work, so they probably had to pay her a little extra to get her to come. To come. So I don't doubt that she made a lot of money, but I can't say who if she made more than other people. Yeah. Because I know a lot of other people on there made a lot of money, too. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so you see, there you hey, have it. What, 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 what's the most... Uh, uh, somebody make on that show, Brett. Like for that show. Ooh. Did they I mean, pay like the Housewives of Atlanta? No, not quite. Not quite. Not quite like the Housewives of Atlanta, but the bump up used to be really nice. I think it's a little different now, but if you had a great contract, then they good. They get oh, a nice. nice amount. 
Yandy okay. might be the highest paid over there. Oh, wow. Yeah. Mm. Well, congratulations, honey, whoever made the most money and stuff. Ricky, you had a reality show, didn't you? I did. It did six Uh-oh. seasons, as a matter of fact. So don't go there about my reality. You're talking about the sitcom. You're talking about the sitcom, they only got two seasons. Who <laughs> <laughs> made the most money on that one? I mean, I anyway, did good on that. I was, uh, I was an executive producer on that show. So yeah. I did. I did okay, Gary. I did enough to pay the bills. Uh, yeah. They, did they bump you up on the reality show? Because we didn't get bumped up. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to say nothing. Thank you, Brad. That's real <laughs> messy, Brad. That was real messy. Well, it's old news now, so that's, it don't matter. That's why you ain't had. That's why you ain't had me on Brad Love Judy yet. <laughs> no, we we get bumped up on Brad Love Judy. Oh, oh yeah. And oh, going to my, my ass ain't been on there. We ain't been on there. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, you're too busy in book for me. Uh, I'm, a pro- I'm a protest. Uh-uh, I need to be on Brat Love Judy. I need an episode. With my, I need an episode. Of my Godson, what's up? Come on in. You don't want those Brad. Those things to be deleted with him. But anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Kalua today, honey, is one of my favorite My Kalua today is French men. Or the high you say French men, or the low you say beautiful square green. That's your Kalua. Gary, Gary, so what you telling America this morning? If I went on Brett Loves Judy and Brett is the executive and I'm holding my God, son, you said that Brett would delete the scene like they did in uh. Oh, what's the movie? All, all about the Benjamins. <laughs> yes. <laughs> For those who don't know. Oh, my God. Yes, honey. So you funny. watch All About the Benjamins on Prime Video, you will not see. <laughs> <laughs> They've been in the trailer, but it won't be on the show, honey. <laughs> Boy, y'all oh some dirty God. black people. They wrong. They wrong with that. Woo, y'all dirty. That's all. I'm going to let you make it, though. I'm going to let you make it. That's all right. Because guess what? God got my back. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, you you doing exactly what the pastors be preaching about. This one when you hate us. Yeah. <laughs> but you got to keep your eyes focused on yes. God. Hate Y'all give it up for motivators. <laughs> <laughs> give it up again with the T. Hey. All right, y'all, Ricky's mind, I'm on the show. Hey, get at me. Oh, I got your wake-up call, 866-9. Ricky, here we go. Wake up. Calling from Jackson, Mississippi, giving a shout out to all the beautiful black people this morning. Wake up, wake up, wake up. My name is Teddy. I'm calling from Charlotte, North Carolina, and I want to be grateful for just all the things that happened over this week. And I want to say God bless the whole Richard Smiley team. Wake up, wake up, wake up. Chanel, Baltimore, Maryland. I love the Ricky Smiley show. I tune in every morning. Awesome job. I love, love that man. My name is Nikki, and I'm calling from Houston, Florida. I want to give a shout out to my daughter Taylor Clark and my grandson. This episode of I Hate the Homies is brought to you by McDonald's. You know how you can smell when your food's about to be good, good? 
That's me every time I pull out the Mickey D's drive-thru with a McCrispy sandwich. I mean, we're talking about two buttered buns stacked with pickles and crispy, juicy, tender chicken. Come on, man. And when that crispy chicken and the crispy pickle come together between two buttered buns, yeah, all is good. And the funny thing is that I don't think I've ever made it home from the drive-thru without taking a bite of that freshly prepared McCrispy sandwich because once I smell it, I got to have it right there in the car. I guess the word is out on that. So go get yours today. Unfiltered. Unapologetic. It's just real talk. Ricky Smiley Unleashed. All right, y'all, Ricky Smiley Morning Show. Uh, you know, it's funny, man. We we never really have a conversation about this. And I just want to talk about it this morning. Like, uh, I just want to ask a question. Like, what the hell is going on with all of these break-ins with these young people, man? And it... Uh, I just don't understand it. Uh, you looking at uh, them stores like uh, Target. Uh, they got uh, Home Depot, the Gucci store, Louis Vuitton store. Not even just those stores. Uh, just any stores. Uh, all of a sudden, all of these teens rush in. Uh, young people. I ain't even, I, I'm not going to even say teens. Young people rush in with these hoodies on and these masks. And they just cause chaos. Uh, they scare everybody. They... Uh, steal and uh, just packing stuff up and running out of the store with it, and I'm just trying to trying to figure out now now and and I'm um and, and I notice when I look at some of the comments like like uh people try to go on there and justify some of uh, the young people behavior with what's going on in society and with uh us this uh systematic stuff and that which i which i understand but what it don't do uh and this is for me personally it just don't justify wrongdoing and i and I'm, I'm, i'm not i'm just having a hard time trying to understand why can't people go out and get a job you know, I have so much respect when I see young people in, in restaurants and fast food restaurants and at the bowling alley and at the car wash and uh, delivering food for Uber and Uber Eats and Lyft and all of this stuff, just trying to find the right way to do it. So that's an indication right there that there is another way. And no, everybody don't have to go to college. You can go to a junior college. You can go and get a trade and figure figure out what you want to do and do something with your life because what they finna do now they finna start uh, ramping up, and, and I'm, I'm watching all of these TV shows uh, on MSNBC and CNN, and how now senators, uh, 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 congressional uh, elected officials are trying to uh, establish laws that are uh, that could put you know some of these young people life in jeopardy because robbing folks uh, and 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 some. Of, <laughs> I, I don't understand. It's scary. And I'm just sitting up here like if me and my grandkids go in Target or, or, or something or go in a store and y'all come running in, in, in there with those hoodies. And then if something happened to one of them, somebody decided they want to defend themselves, then then they're going to lock us up and put us in jail or we can get sued and we wrong. Because they come when they come in there, they real aggressive and, and, and stuff. Then I, I, I haven't seen them attack nobody uh but the people that's trying to to recover the merchandise but it's scary i ain't never yeah Uh, do you think i do you think it's a more it's a mentality thing It's it's a way that people are being raised because for you to be a part of a group of people running into a store and doing a robbery like that it says something about 
there's something lacking in your sense of what's right and wrong. Like you weren't people who were taught different don't do things like that. Is what I'm saying. Right. Yeah. I, you know, I mean, so yeah. Is that where the ball is being dropped on? Who is raising these people that feel like it's okay to do that? Yeah. Yeah, and and and, I, and I'm telling you, man, that's why uh, I would definitely say fathers uh, are are so important in being in kids' lives and correction. And, and it all it all goes back to what I've been talking about on this radio show for years. Correction has come into question. You can't say nothing to a child nowadays. You can't correct them. You can't say nothing now. When everybody get to do what they want to do. When they get to do what they want to do, they get to do what they want to do as an adult as well. You let a child do what he want to do, he's going to turn into a, an adult that that get to do what he want to do. You know, and then when you have people undermining your parenting skills and questioning, uh, don't you don't have to fuss at him like that. You don't have to talk to him like that. You don't have to. You don't get to tell me how to correct my child. You don't get to tell me uh, that I speak harsh to my grandson. Hell yeah, I talk heavy to my grandson. My grandson, he better be scared of me. I want him to be scared of me, but at the same time, know that I love him unconditionally. But it, it better be something inside of him that's afraid to do certain things because he know I will knock him clean across that kitchen floor, and I don't have a problem doing it. And I don't have a problem saying it. But but we got to get back into correction. I'm not telling nobody how to parent their kid, but you do not want one of your kids to be out here doing that kind of stuff because when people start pulling out and, 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 and mix that up with these stand your ground laws or whatever and then something happened to your child and he out here a part of groups like this uh, it's, it's, it's scary and your child is at risk so I, I just want to just tell everybody man get back to tough parenting tough parenting did not kill us the things that Big Mama and Granddaddy said did not kill us it made us better people and it made us who we are Stop being your child's friend. Parenting is not a popularity contest. Can't tell you how many days I've sat in my house with nobody in the house speaking to me because I set some boundaries in my house. I'm not in the business of being kids' friends or whatever. But what you can do, if you parent the right way, you have friends when they become adults. You have good friends when they become adults because you created and raised your own friends, people that you like to be around that you raised because they know better. So... Uh, we'll be talking more about that. All that uh, coming up more um, on Rick's Mile Morning Show. Let's see what uh, Black Tony at. Good morning. Hello. Black Tony. Hey, hey bruh. <coughs> bruh. <coughs> bruh, you can't. Bruh, we gave you an opportunity to work here at the radio station. You keep calling in sick. What's, what's going on? Uh, I'm really sick today, sir. Uh, I really see. I'm really not feeling good today, son. What's wrong, man? My nose, my nose, my throat, my chest. Need some Mucinex. Oh, my back. Yeah, he needs some. You need some Mucinex. Then what's your what's your symptom? Uh, I was sneezing. I was coughing. Sniffling. I was sniffling and sneezing and coughing. My head was stuck up. Oh, what is that sneezing, sniffing, coughing, stuffy head fever, so you can get rest? Medicine. <laughs> Did you just get that off that uh off of that uh commercial? <laughs> that Nyquil. That Nyquil commercial. Cause you said it in the same order. I got all something. I think I got. It. I think I got the virus. Some kind of virus. <sighs> so what you? 
So when did you start getting sick? I mean, because you was good. You text me, you know, you text me from the club last night. Yeah, it started about it started probably about three about three it was about three about three twelve or three thirteen in the morning it started. Everybody so if it started at three thirteen, what time did you get home from the club? About two about two fifty five. That hit quick, boy. So so whatever 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 it was, it hit quick. Yeah, as soon as I, as soon as I took a I took a shower and got out of the shower and then I just fell out. Yeah, my voice about gone. <laughs> what kind of medicine? What kind of medicine you have over there? I'm taking I'm taking some uh, Tylenol and Sudafed and um and uh, Benadryl and, and some Robitussin. And some Robitussin. I put some my mama told me to put some fix on my chest and now I'm sweating. <laughs> <laughs> So you said you put some Vicks on your chest. Yeah, she told me putting Vicks on my chest. She used to do that when I was a little baby. So I took a lot, I put a lot of Vicks on there in my room. It's just a lot. Can you just pray for me? Just so you know we get you know we get paid tomorrow, but the checks came in today. Say what? I said the checks came in today. Yeah, just got mine. They're the front desk. Yeah. This episode of I Hate the Homies is brought to you by McDonald's. You know how you can smell when your food's about to be good, good? That's me every time I pull out the Mickey D's drive-thru with a McCrispy sandwich. I mean, we're talking about two buttered buns stacked with pickles and crispy, juicy, tender chicken. Come on, man. And when that crispy chicken and the crispy pickle come together between two butter buns, yeah, all is good. And the funny thing is that I don't think I've ever made it home from the drive-thru without taking a bite of that freshly prepared McCrispy sandwich. Because once I smell it, I got to have it right there in the car. I guess the word is out on that. So go get yours today. And yes, she is a B-I-C-T-H <laughs> in that order. <laughs> <laughs> In that order. And yes, she is a B I C T H. In that order. Order. <laughs> In that order. And y'all know what's everybody listening to the radio. Y'all know what's messy. So we played Mama D clip with Floyd Mayweather last week. Uh, if y'all if y'all didn't hear it, we played Floyd Mayweather and then we played Mama D clip. So somebody they must have been blowing up a phone. Why is she coming on the show this morning? Uh-huh. And Gary Gary with the T the one told us to play this clip. And I promise uh-huh. I'm not taking no kind of responsibility for this. And she mad and she will be on the show later on this morning. Mama D will be here in that uh-huh. order. She misspelled. Yes. Uh, uh, what, what was it one more time? Gary, play it and again. Yes, she is a B I C T H in that order. <laughs> Gary, I hope she comes. She, I hope she get here. Oh, I'm nervous already. Uh, <laughs> hold it. He's half man, half woman. It's Gary. I want to hip you to the teeth. Mm-mm, it's Gary, baby. 
All right, for Ricky's Smile of the Morning Show, Gary has the tea and the color of the day. Gary. Good morning, Ricky. Good morning to you. It's Thursday, a beautiful, beautiful day in the neighborhood. And here's what's happening in celebrity news. Y'all, tennis sensation Coco Golf is back in the news again. And I mean, I, I don't know why they like it's they attacking this young lady, honey, because she's young and she's black or whatever. But now they're saying that she's under fire, Ricky, for praying, y'all, after winning the U.S. Open. Ain't that something? No matter, what, oh, no matter yeah. what she, who she on attacked by the Christian conservatives. <laughs> yeah, no. Nah, it, That's it, who attacking her. a sad situation now. They're saying Is that what they're that really she, mad about? Yeah. But can you pray publicly though, Ricky? I mean, is, is that not offensive to people? Because you know they say everybody's not a Christian. Ain't nobody stunning them down, people. Do what you need to do. She know who got her there. Absolutely. She yeah, know who right. opened up the doors. She know who woke her up this morning. She know who got her enclosed in her right mind. She know who's good all the time. She know. <laughs> well. She know. <laughs> Go ahead. But, honey, she knows, but people are very angry about it. Now, they're saying Tony um, Dungy, the head coach of the um, Super Bowl champions, was not delighted, y'all, with what ESPN had to say, honey, about golf celebration. Now, he responded to their tweet by stating, I hate to break it to you, um, Sports Center, but Coco Golf was not soaking, honey, at all in at this time. She was in prayer, honey. In the past, honey, she has been very outspoken about her Christian faith. It is fairly evident what she is doing here. And then a, a, a Facebook user um said uh, by the name of T.J. Moat commented a similar sentiment on Fox News post. He wrote ESPN attempted y'all to imply that she was taking everything in. No, that's prayer and it's great, honey, to see a young athlete recognize his or her source. Unquote. Come on now. Absolutely. So, <clears throat> I mean, so, so do, I mean, do most, I mean, Rocky, and you the sports person, do most people, I mean, do people still publicly pray? That's the question. I mean, and yeah, if man, they do, why people? NFL players, uh, they point to the sky when they score touchdowns. You know, giving, giving that props to God, man. Thank you for the uh, opportunity and the talent and the ability to be out here. Absolutely. Thank really? You how many times I point to the sky walking in the studio, walking off stage? Come on, man. We just yeah. happen to be able to walk. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, God is good, man. Sad. He deserve all the praise. That's real talk. Amen. And then uh, yeah. uh, brought her from from losses to wins, and and watching her grow, and and watching everything that she been through. Come on now. And all of her haters been really bad mouthing her, saying, "Oh, she's not gonna be even close to Serena and Venus and all of that, and she's not gonna win more than one or two majors." Man, come on. Yeah, I well. love it. Well, congratulations to her, but it's just amazing how all the stuff that she's going through right now just because of her win. All right, moving on. In other celebrity news, y'all, Megan Thee Stallion, baby, and Justin Timberlake, they didn't shut the rooms down. They say, first of all, honey, they were not arguing backstage. Honey. She said she was not arguing with him. She was telling, you know, they were saying how they were glad to meet one another, but they about, you know, how they met backstage. She wanted to meet him in another situation as opposed to just meeting and bypassing at the award show and stuff. But people saying maybe she shouldn't even say that because still people haven't forgiven him for what he did to Janet Jackson. Honey, they're saying that's another black woman. He probably getting um bamboozled and or what have you. But uh-huh. I don't know, honey. What'd you say, Ricky? <laughs> no, I didn't say nothing. Laughing at you. What, yeah, well, why why they got the, you so upset this morning? Because Janet still has he forgiven Janet? I mean, I mean, had he apologized to Janet for doing what he did to her? And then now you got another um, popular um, African American woman, honey. And I mean, he'll try to get with her and do the same thing to her or something similar. I mean, that's not a good look. That oh. is something that black people uh, uh Brad, we when we talking about that earlier this morning once black people don't like you and you put a bad taste in black people's mouth over something like that, we yeah, just never I mean, get we, over it, especially when you don't address it. And and, and we, we, black folks got to forgive you. 
Yes, honey. You got to be forgiven, honey, through the Holy Spirit and through the people. And, then, you know, I mean, we don't know. I mean, I don't know, child. It, it's just a sad situation. But we're just going to keep her lifted up in prayer and hopefully in prayer for that, you know, people forgive and forget. Because they say in order to see God's face, honey, you got to forgive and forget. So, and, and that's <laughs> for Did you say forget? You can forgive. I don't know. I ain't see the forget part. Yeah, I ain't see that part. Oh, either. they didn't have to forgive? Oh. <laughs> Oh, they sure did say forgive. Well, anyway, honey, forgive too. All right, and then my quick free story, y'all, Tory Lanez, y'all, he's going to appear, honey, at his bail hearing there saying last month the Canadian rapper, honey, was sentenced y'all to only 10 years in prison, honey, on felony assault charges for shooting Meg the Stallion, y'all, in her feet or her foot. But now they're saying he's expected y'all to be in court, honey, and, you know, we're hoping, pray that all things turn out right for him well, I mean, and maybe... He, hmm? he already been sentenced and he got a bail hearing. That's backwards, isn't it? Am I yeah, missing I something? Get, I don't know, honey. I don't know how the court works, but they say he's supposed to appear to court in approximately That sounds today. confusing. What? Yeah, well, I mean, this is he's what already, Yeah, because if he's you're already sentenced, been you don't have bail. 10 years, how do you get bail? Yeah. I don't know, Ricky. Well, if that's the case, everybody's going to get out. He yeah. has an appeal. His, yeah. his appeal, um, he appealed requesting bail to get out uh, mm-hmm. during the appeal process. I'm still trying to figure out how you get bail once you've already been sentenced. Oh, okay. I get, I get, I get what she's saying. Like, like, like while you, uh, you're asking for bail, while they go through the um, appeals the process, appeal process, which takes a long time. So that means he'll be out a long time. So let's say if it takes five years for them to get to his appeal, which the court of, court of appeals take a long time, he would be out of jail until uh, the appeal uh, court make a decision. Then he'll go back to jail if they decide that he was guilty in this uh, th- trial. Yeah, I, don't th- I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah. yeah, I don't believe it's going to happen either. Oh, no. That didn't happen back in the day when some of us was in trouble in jail. This don't have nothing to do with nobody. Oh, okay. But him. All right. The Kahlua today, honey, is one of my favorite Kahlua. My Kahlua today is fresh mint. Ah. On the high end, you say fresh mint. And on the low end, you say beautiful sky green. That's your Kahlua for you. See, you see how he tried to do special? He tried to, he tried to throw, <laughs> throw yeah, somebody in a court case. <laughs> yeah, we didn't all been to jail. Yeah, it's yeah. only two people on this show ain't been to jail, but everybody else done did some time on this show. The one thing about that love, this morning show, we done all sat behind bars. Except yes, for uh, Maria, Maria and Rock T. Yeah. Yeah, they ain't been to jail. But we did that. We know time. of, honey. We, we, we huh? get some certain people. That, that we know of. That we you know get some of. people to pull those records, honey. You'll find out. I did one day, though. I did one day. Thank you. Rock, you did it? Well, hold on. Start the music. Hold on. Confession is good for the song. Doggone traffic ticket, dog. Mm. How, long, how long you stayed in there? Just one day. One day. You had to stay all day? Yes, sir. And then I had a radio remote when I got out the next day, and I barely made it. <laughs> so what, what jail they put you in, Lulu? It was, in, it was uh, no, I was out in Louisville. Louisville, oh, Texas. Oh, well, you ain't been to jail if you ain't get locked up in Lulu. Yeah, I wasn't in the Lulu. Oh, uh, that's, that's for everybody that's not from Dallas. That's Lou Sterics yes, jail. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's stank in there. It's called, uh, I don't know, uh, do it stink worse than Fulton County jail? Because I ain't been to Lulu, by, but I've been to Fulton County, too. Mm-mm. Oh. But uh, but Lulu Lulu stink. Uh, yeah, if you got, but you didn't get if you didn't get locked up in Lulu, we ain't gonna give you no uh, t- yeah. no kind of uh, jail credibility on this morning show for being locked up in Louisville. Right. That's that's like going to high school. <laughs> right. Can we pull that up, Ricky? Huh? Can we pull that up? Yeah, I mean, Just he can be sure right. that it was a day and um and what it was for. <laughs> oh, Gary, what it was for. You, <laughs> Gary, did they put you in Lou Stair? What jail you went to? Um, no, I was in um, um, Carsicana, honey, way out there. Way out in Carsicana, baby. They you down, didn't they? Yeah. <laughs> baby, I was scared when we was going to jail. We passed some water. All I was thinking about them throwing me in the water. <laughs> and nobody would have known. <laughs>
Yeah, what did they give you to eat when you was locked up in there? Some Cheerios for breakfast. I had three boxes of cereal. They, after they knew who I was, they gave me, the guy gave me some Cheerios and stuff. But, honey, I was ready to get out. So I didn't eat those. <laughs> but they gave you cheerio, but they didn't give you honey and nut cheerio. <laughs> no, they didn't give me no honey and nut. <laughs> this episode of I Hate the Homies is brought to you by McDonald's. You know how you can smell when your food's about to be good, good? That's me every time I pull out the Mickey D's drive-thru with a McCrispy sandwich. I mean, we're talking about two buttered buns stacked with pickles and crispy, juicy, tender chicken. Come on, man. And when that crispy chicken and the crispy pickle come together between two butter buns, yeah, all is good. And the funny thing is that I don't think I've ever made it home from the drive-thru without taking a bite of that freshly prepared McCrispy sandwich. Because once I smell it, I got to have it right there in the car. I guess the word is out on that. So go get yours today. Hey, stop, 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 stop. Stop. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hey, everybody. Maria. I'm s- Maria. America. Now, we just sat on the radio. We didn't talk about everybody on this morning show went to, went to jail. Brett did some time. How long did you do, Brett? Two and a half. Two and a half. All right. Uh, uh, Special K, how long did you? How, how much 19, time did you do? 19 months. Is that two and a half? Do the math. Almost. It's a year and a half plus a month. Okay. Gary, you did? A day, a night. Mm-hmm. And Rock T, you did. One Gary, day. that was twice for you, right, Gary? <laughs> Two Seven. times. Yeah, just one, just one day, dog. We got a special announcement. Can I get a drum roll? <laughs> Can I get a drum roll? We sitting here having a conversation, and I and I would never stop a record. Uh, all y'all program directors, y'all please forgive me. This is breaking news on the Ricky Smile of the Morning Show. Oh I set up here and, and named uh, two people uh, that did not go to jail on this morning show. Man, we might we might have real street credit because <laughs> <laughs> because Rock T, Rock T admitted. Now when we were talking about it, Maria was quiet, and then she mm-hmm. came and whispered and said, "What, Maria? You went to you went what?" I was arrested when I was 16, and I was trying to make it a private conversation, but thank you. Now everyone knows. I got caught stealing some red suede boots at Mervyn's. Did you just try to walk out with them? I did. I tried to walk out. <laughs> so did security grab you or did they catch you? They were fo- apparently following me the whole time. And then, oh, ooh, my daddy was so mad. Um, ooh, when he was coming in there p- to pick me up, he was like, can you, can she just stay in there for a day? But when you oh, was walking out, so what did mad. they say to you? No. Yeah, what did they say? They were like, young lady, young lady. I, I need to see your bag. Oh. <laughs> Why you ain't trying to run? I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I was... Yeah, I'm I don't know how y'all caught. didn't know Maria Cunning. Maria's a black well. Indonesian. I can look at her and tell you so. You know we criminals. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 Maria, you black mixed with Asian. How do you get? How do you get you? Well, oh, I'm my. black mixed with Filipino, and that's the blackest of all Asians. So, oh yeah, my God, let's give Maria Maria more a big round of applause, yes, y'all. We need to- <laughs> 
want to see. Right, we need to, uh, we're gonna we're gonna put a picture of the boots up there and uh in a clip of this. We want a picture of those boots up on the website. Some red suede with they not with they with they uh, uh uh knee high boots. They, uh, they were they were like ankle high boots. I, if I saw a picture of them, I would still be able to identify them boots. This day. <laughs> how much? How much did the boots cost, Maria? How much? Oh, uh, back then it was probably like twelve dollars. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. Hey, man. Confessions on the Rick's Round of Morning Show. Coming yes. up, man. School is back in session across the country. How can we? How can you help your students make the best of their year? So coming up, we're going to be talking to the National Education Association President, Those good Becky have Pringle. A heel. <laughs> <laughs> they ain't got no heel on the camera. They didn't even have a heel on them. No, they didn't. Did you see that post? People are talking. What's trending on the Ricky Smiley Morning Show? The 2023 school year has begun, and as parents are, we are trying to prioritize getting students the one-on-one time that they need, along with mental health programs and keeping our students and educators safe from gun violence. Now, on the phone with us this morning is the president of the National Education Association, uh, Becky Pringle. Good morning. Hey, thank you. Uh, Good morning. Uh, yes, ma'am. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. Uh, uh, as a grandparent raising my grandson, I know how important it is to be be an active parent in our kids' school. What are uh, what are ways parents can help support teachers and participate in the classroom? Well, you know, Ricky, I I taught middle school middle school science for over thirty years, and. I know uh, that this time of year is full of hope and excitement. I got to visit some schools last week in Illinois and Wisconsin and Michigan. Um, And the students are excited. The educators are excited. The administrators and the parents and families are excited. Because we always start, every every year, we start with hope and, and optimism. But we know that we start this school year with the same challenges we left. Last school year, we have educator shortages all over this country. We have students with increasing uh, mental health issues. We have never funded our schools adequately or equitably, particularly those schools in underserved, historically underserved neighborhoods, black and brown, indigenous students who are living, living in generational poverty. And so we start this school year uh, with those gaps that we know as educators, we need you. We need you. We need you. I'm a, I'm a mother and a grandmother, too. We need right. our parents to partner with us so that we can fight for what we know our students need and what they deserve. Mm. Wow. Now, many districts, uh, they still report the teacher shortage, as you were speaking about, and this is being seen across the country. But what can really be done about it? I mean, I know you said the, the parents should kick in and the moms and stuff should help out. But what can we do to get more teachers? It, it's, a, you know, it, I've talked about this a lot since the pandemic because the pandemic made it worse because the pandemic made everything worse. Um, uh, but it's actually it's a chronic problem. I mean, we've all we've had, we've experienced uh, teacher shortages in particular, but all of our educators, you saw we couldn't get kids to school because we didn't have enough bus drivers. So all of the educators were experiencing that shortage. But we've been following the trend for about a, 
couple of decades of the number of students who are going into education and it's con- it was continually dropping. So we've been worried about it, but the gap has grown wider. Um, the NEA actually did a survey. I've been traveling around listening kind of anecdotally to teachers talking to me, but we did a survey and 55% of our educators across the country were planning to leave the profession. And when wow. we looked at black teachers in particular, it was over 60%. And we already know we have a gap in the number of black teachers who are in our schools. So I asked them why. And you know what they said to me, Ricky, they said one word, one word, respect. They said what? When I said respect, respect. Oh, absolutely. Right. When I said, what does that mean? Tell, you know, talk to me about what that means. And you know what they started with. They said, well, we've never been paid in a way that reflects the important work we do. So mm-hmm. the professional pay was at the top. But they didn't stop there. They talked about, you're, you're watching what's happening now, the culture wars in our classrooms, teachers being attacked um, uh, and being threatened. So they talked a lot about their professional uh, authority and, and collaborative autonomy to actually make teaching and learning decisions for, for students, that the students have the freedom to learn the complete and honest history of this country, and that the teachers have the opportunity to teach that. So they talked a lot about that. And then the third thing they talked about was the increasing mental health issues of our students and families, and all of that finds its way to our schoolhouse door without the resources and mental health professionals we need to help our students. Wow. Mm. We're talking to the president of the National Education Association, Becky Pringle. Uh, We hear the passion in your voice and really appreciate this conversation. You know, you talked about being an educator for 30 years. And of course, um, our systems have changed a lot. Um, What strategies do you believe are most effective to address the unique challenges, the changes that have happened uh, over the years and the decades that our students and communities face in the education system? You know, we as we went through the pandemic, which, of course, none of us um, uh, were prepared to do that, uh, a lot of the, the light was shining on the inequities in our system. And as, a, as an educator for that long, I, I saw that. We, we've been sounding that alarm for years. Everyone else realized that we had those inequities in the education system. But what we had the opportunity to really focus on is that those inequities aren't just built into the education system. They're built into every single social system in our country. Those inequities based on race and ability and zip code, all of those things have existed forever. And what happened with the pandemic is they all compounded on our kids in ways that those gaps got wider. And so when we talk about solutions, we have to talk about solutions that 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 focus on what we call the whole student. We've got to provide them with all of the resources. If they're hungry, they can't learn. If they can't see, they can't learn. If they have challenges and problems at home, they're not going to come to school with those open minds ready to learn. And so one of the one of the solutions that we saw work during the pandemic and our theory on the case proven proven to be correct is community schools with with schools with a hub of the community. And they already have partnerships with Boys and Girls Club, with the hospital, with uh, local food pantries, um, uh, with um, other organizations where whatever that need was that the student had, they could actually meet the need in the school. And they didn't just stop. They didn't just meet those needs of students. They were working with the entire family. So the entire family's health was addressed and the students were able to come to school ready to learn. 
Right. Uh, we got to have you back on the show because I want to talk about safety in our schools. And we also want to talk about, uh, you know, uh, what's going on with schools are uh, starting to be shut down uh, by COVID and flu and other illnesses again. Uh, so we got to have you back. We ran out of time. But Miss Pringle, thank you so much for joining us this morning. Let everybody know how they can follow you. Please follow me at, at Becky, uh, 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 Be- Becky Pringle on Twitter, Twitter, quote unquote. <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, also um, for parents, we um, uh, provide materials for them so they can partner with us. Go to nea.org slash solutions and you will find all kinds of resources that you can partner with us. You can lift up your voice. You can advocate for our students. You can help your individual student, but you can help all of our students be able to live and grow and thrive and become, Ricky, the leaders of a just society. Absolutely. From the National Education Association, y'all please give it up for Becky Pringle. A uh, big shout out to the one and only joining us this morning, member of Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity Incorporated with three things you need to know. Jeff Johnson, what up, Mike? Good morning, good morning, good morning, Rick. Good morning, everybody. What up, Jeff? Man, good morning. How y'all feeling? I got a couple things for you. Um, in, in what seems like a really weird story to me, um, Sean Penn did a interview with Variety Magazine. And for those of you that, that don't know, Sean Penn, the actor, has been aggressively involved in supporting Ukraine. And at the 2022 Oscars, he actually tried to get the uh, committee to give space for uh, the president of Ukraine, Zelensky, to speak during the awards. And, and he said, if they don't let him speak, I'm going to melt down my Oscars. Well, in this in this article with Variety, he starts to go in on Will Smith. And as opposed to dealing with what the Oscars did or didn't do in supporting the Ukraine, he starts to go in on the the fact that Will Smith did this thing and that that was something that he went to jail for because, as many of you know, Sean Penn has a really interesting history and served time for hitting somebody on the set of one of his movies. He then went on to talk about the fact that had Zelensky been there, Will Smith wouldn't have got up. Like, it was the weirdest thing ever. And and it just is dumb as hell to me. But it, it just was like, how in the world does Sean Penn even connect Will Smith and the Ukraine as it relates to the Oscars? And it's just like, keep, you know, as, as much as, as Will did what he did and people have their opinion on it, Sean just needs to keep Will's name out of his mouth. Because uh, it doesn't make sense to 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 make this brother have to relive what he already is regretful for in the name of of Sean Penn trying to create a point about the Oscars and Ukraine. Uh, it was just, it, I mean, if if you get a chance to look at it, take a look at it. But it, it was just the most strange thing I've I've seen, um, and really just wish somebody would have told Sean Penn to focus on whatever the issue he has with the Ukraine and the Oscars and not bring Will Smith into it all. Um, another story that is, is is something that's impacting, I think, black communities all over the place, but, but this is really unique. The, the descendants of uh, formerly enslaved Africans on Georgia Island is, is having their land, and in some cases their culture risk. Many of you are aware of um, the, the Gullah Geechee community 
uh, in the Georgia Sea Islands. Well, there's there's uh, an area called Hog Hammock on Cefalo Island, and, and this is one of the last of the um, untouched Blue Geechee um, communities. And Rick, there was a um, McIntosh County Board of Commissioners on Tuesday voted three to two to change the zoning ordinance in Hog Hammock. And what it did was it, it raised the maximum square footage of heated and cooled houses from 1,400 square feet to 3,000. Now, what does that mean and why does it matter? What it means is that on this island that is 75% owned by uh, Gula Geechee, some you know, nine generations uh, old, it means that it, you can't, you couldn't have a house that was bigger than fourteen hundred square feet that had air conditioning connected to it. What? Well, once you raise that to three thousand square feet, now you have developers that are going to be more interested in building larger homes there, and we already know what that looks like. That means that they're going to be they're going to be targeting these these uh, owners to sell this land so that they can develop it for people that don't appreciate the culture, that in some cases don't even know the culture. Um, and and the Gullah Geechee um, Islands are really one of the greatest places of history of black diasporic people in the United States um, that's most connected to our culture from Africa that has been in families since slavery. Um, and in my, my opinion, really needs to be protected. But it also speaks to what people are doing to communities of ours all over the place. Rick, how many how many family members do you know that have sold land uh, that they should have kept, and now the family has lost generational wealth, has lost the ability to be able to build, have their own homesteads, all because folks have targeted land that has belonged to Black folks for generations. And so this isn't just happening in Georgia. It's happening all over the place. And we got to find a way to help our families keep our land, not only for the continuation of our history, but for the insurance of generational wealth. Those are things I'm, I'm sharing with you all today. Hit me at Jeff's Nation. Let me know what your thought is. Uh, always, as always, love y'all, man. Have a great Thursday, and I'll talk to you next week. Oh, my God. Uh, we got the one and only uh, Mama D in the studio. Listen, man, you seen her on VH1, uh, Love and Hip Hop Atlanta, uh, and heard her smash hit, I Deserve to Be Loved. Uh, Mama D is in the building. Uh, Mama D, we are so excited to have you on the show this morning. One more time, Mama D. In the building. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. All right, Mama D, uh, you were just saying off the air that you had been on, on, on a reality show. Uh, you getting ready to turn 60. You've been on a reality show for how long? Um, in my mid forties is when I came on to the world uh, for Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. Right. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah. uh, now a lot of stuff is going on. What are your thoughts on on the whole? Uh, you know them changing everything up, and uh, Erica Mina being fired from the show. Um, for my understanding, for, well, for us to become from VH1 to MTV, I think it was a blessing. Um, I think they're a little bit more stricter on what we can do and what came because they have a, a broader audience. Right. Um, but as far as Erica Mena, um, people been getting fired for doing stuff like that all the time. You know, Whoopi Goldberg got suspended when she said yeah. something. Mm -hmm. So nobody's better than nobody else. No one, we ain't Trump up in him. 
seemed like he the only one feel like he can do stuff and get away with it, mm-hmm. you know. But um, but everybody has to be accountable. I've had to be accountable for my my mouth and my you know misjudgment, you know. So it is what it is. That's part of being an adult, accepting right. your wrong and admitting it on a ship and then dealing with it. That's right. That's right, Mama D. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh. uh, Go ahead, Gary. Right. Okay, so Mama D, now we've seen you and Scrappy X Bambi. You know, y'all been going back and forth on social media. So where do you stand now? Where do y'all stand now? You and Bambi, are y'all friends? Are y'all, do y'all go out and have coffee and tea? I mean, wh- I don't think wh- they do all that. Oh, y'all don't do all that? But I, look how she's looking oh, at you. Oh, I know. But I, I did see you take up for her, which it made me proud of you. Because I you believe in you, truth, Because you don't want her in jail. Right. When she when she got in trouble with Erica Mena, you mm-hmm. was like, you know, no matter what she do, she's still your grandkids' mama. Right, and she yeah. didn't she didn't deserve that. But I'm but you know, the thing of it is, I felt like Erica should have got on social media and apologized to um what's his name? Everybody Zale. else that was there. Yeah. Because she caused all that ruckus. Right. She caused that. She caused all that and say if you were really her friend, because if I got somebody in trouble, I'm like, girl, I'm sorry, I ain't mean to go down like right, that. I had right. drunk too much. But nothing. Nothing. No. And I know people lawyers be telling them to not say mm-hmm. that sometimes, but that's one time I would have went against the lawyer and said, I am so sorry. Especially if you're somebody's friend. Yes, if you they friend. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm glad Sierra bounced out of that before it got too late. That's all I wanna say. Mm-hmm. 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 Get away, honey. Yeah, for the lies, honey. You know what, Mama D? Your confidence is like next level. That's one of the things that I love about you. And right. first of all, I just want to let everybody know that she's smelling like a Macy's perfume counter. Come on now. Um, body looks amazing as mm-hmm. well. Um, what would you say has contributed to your confidence? Because you even spelled B-I-C-T-H with confidence. So Girl, uh, like I was spelling the right. In but that you, order. Tell us about that. Well, let Mama me tell D. you what drove yeah. me to that. I, was, I had been drinking. And I was drunk, and that's the godson is truth. And I misspelled it, but now I, I own that. I, I want to be, uh, go and, back to and the encyclopedia and respell this thing. Yeah. <laughs> and if anybody don't know what what she talking about, here's what happened. And yes, she is a b i c t h. Yeah. Yeah. When you're Ma- acting like a bee, you're, you're, that's what you are. Mama you know, D. Some people. Uh-huh. And that was Gary that kept. I said, Gary, stop playing. It. Don't, don't, don't do that. He kept on and just kept on. And then that, that, now you, now you're on the show. Gary, you know, stop. But, but Joe no, no, because somebody said that you and Floyd Mayweather were in class together, and oh, that's where y'all kind of yeah. Yeah, but it. he got dismissed. I stayed. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. We got we got more Mama D coming up. You don't want to miss the Rick's Mind the Morning Show. All right, y'all. Rick's Mind the Morning Show. We got the one and only Mama D uh, in the studio uh, with us. Mm. I'm so happy that you are here this morning. Thank you. Thank you. Mama. And Mama D, you know, you're a good friend of mine. You did uh, yes. uh, my niece, you sung at my niece uh, wedding reception. Shout out to uh, uh, Andre and Riri. Listen, yes. uh, thank you for doing that for us. Mama D, what inspired the new song? The new song I got coming out is entitled She Can Make It Roll. And it's country, but we missed it with some rap. And, and, and you wait, know. Wait, wait, wait a minute, Mama D. Wait a minute, Mama D. Roll. It's country and you mix it with some rap. Yes, because I am on a, a network that is hip hop. So shout out to Fifty Years of Hip Hop in the house. Right. Mm-hmm. I like right. that combination. Yes. Mama, you got to come perform this at the Stardome. That would bless us. 
Yes, uh, I'm going to send you a video of us doing it, the dance, my dancers doing the uh, the dance. Also, if I had to, I could perform it right here in the studio. I have my choreographer right here Ooh, uh, right. with me. Um, so, Jamal, Jamal Webb in the house. What up, Jamal? Yes, Greg. sir. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Mama so, D, can we play ready? the song? Can we play the you song should, right we, now? I would love to. Let's go. And Brad, you got to do I'm a dirt roll girl, so thick for sure. Eat straight from the garden in the garden. You can train hard cars, but you can't endure. From the big city lights to the cow manure. The way I bounce, make a jump for sure. I said a slick girl with country lore. Like a rodeo chick never seen before. Not even in the hills or country she store. South moon nights are slow. Shout out to Big Dog, act like you know. I shake that thing, jump it up and hop around. Turn back over, flip it back and drop it down. You know you want my money every time I come around. You can get it if you wanna, but you gotta move She around. gon' make it Mama D, ATL on lock for sure. Nashville, Tennessee, Tupac Shakur. My boss in my hat, give my country. Real rap, no cap. The queen is back. Oh my God, ladies and gentlemen. ATL queen on guard for sure. More bounce to the house. Mama D, yo. The real boss queen in the shit. Yeah, we're going to make that thing roll. Uh, I see. <laughs> M- M- Mama D, is the knees still good, Mama D? Yeah, baby, but honey, if I stay down too long, I'm going to need me some help. <laughs> right. <laughs> but I'll bounce to that ounce now. Mama D, now who is that singing the hook? His name is Wild Bill, and he's located in Vegas. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, that's a good record, Mama D, for everybody that's out there that's listening. Let them know how can they... Get that record, and how can they follow you? Yeah, they can follow me on the... You can get the record. It will be, you know, my birthday party is coming up. My birthday, I'll be 60, and the party's on the 29th of September, and um, we are going to perform that live. Mm. Me and my dancers. It it reminds me of the hit, what's-his-name had? 
Lil Nas X. Lil Nas X. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Okay, Mama D. Okay. Yes. So when I tell you, when I come out, I'm coming out swinging. I'm not finna play with you. Oh? Because you know, I won't be C60 no more. So I ain't gonna be him. Yes. Another 60. So I may as well give it to y'all now. Okay. <laughs> and consequently, I have been sober. For almost a hundred days, y'all. I mean, Are you well, Cons- consequently? Yes. Well, no, it's more than hundred days. I'm sorry. Oh, it's been about. It's been about. It's been ten ten months. Sorry, ten months. Mama I stand corrected. Ten months. Who you been sober? I've been sober, baby. Mama D yeah. been clean and life has been great. Yes. And you know, I I you owe said it to because everybody. of Willie. No, because of my my no, son was going through cray crazy. And so he needed his mama. He don't need no drug yeah. bumping up against a wild mama. He needed me to be sober, honey. Yes, he needed me to be sober. He needed yes. me. And I'm going to be there for my children. Yeah. Like I said, in the who at my children. Your children, baby. Love some mama yeah. 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 Baby, I keep it real and I keep it um, 100. One thing about me, I'm a lot of stuff, but I ain't going to lie. I ain't going to lie. Y'all yeah. better watch when I be saying I'm going to uh-huh. take you through the throne of grace, honey. Okay. okay. I will. Yeah. Tell them that, that, that order. Period. Period. Yeah. I will take you to the throne of grace and leave you there, too. That's and right. will definitely leave you there. Mm. Prayer out That's to it. everybody that come against the throne, honey. Oh, nah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, and I mean I, that. When I tell you, you you have always been one of my favorite guests. I swear, Mama, that you know I'm a, I'm a fan. Thank you, and I'm a fan of you of you guys. Yes. Yes, man. Uh, y'all give it up and show your love right now for the one and only, the legendary Yo. Mama yes. D. Yeah. Thank you. We're going to make this. Entertainment. Good job. It's the front page on the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. All right, y'all. This is on 28 before the top of the hour. Got your front page right here. But real good morning. Good morning, Ricky. Just a quick update. Uh, more information about Danilo Cavalcante's prison escape uh, has been released. Authorities say his end game was to carjack somebody and flee to Canada. Now, the convicted killer managed to evade authorities for 13 days, hunkering down in wooded areas and surviving off of stream water and a watermelon he found at a farm. So... Yes, uh, and so that's what's happening with him. And, of course, the front page is brought to you by Pfizer. Tune in to the Black Health 365 podcast where we discuss health care disparities within the black community. Listen wherever you get your podcast. Of course, for more news, you can log on to the website at rickysmileymorningshow.com. Rock T, what's going on? Oh, Maria, it's about that time. Rock T, NFL Picks of the Week. Of course, I'm proud to say the sports genius was 11-5 last week. Get off me. I don't give you the over or the under. I'm just going to tell you who's going to win the damn game. Let's get it popping, baby. Tonight, Thursday Night Football, Philadelphia Eagles will beat the Minnesota Vikings. Buffalo over the Las Vegas Raiders. Cincinnati over Baltimore. Pick Kansas City over Jacksonville. Patrick Mahomes will not lose two in a row. The Chargers over Tennessee. Atlanta beats Green Bay. Indianapolis over Houston. Tampa Bay over Chicago. The Giants will beat Arizona. Miami over New England. Denver, yes, I'm not ready to give up on Russell Wilson yet. They will beat Washington. 49ers over the Rams. New Orleans beat Carolina. Cleveland Browns will go into Pittsburgh and beat the Steelers. And the Dallas Cowboys will be in a dogfight with the New York Jets. But the Jets don't have Aaron Rodgers. Pick the Cowboys to win that game. And my Detroit Lions 
will beat the Seattle Seahawks. What up, though, to all the Detroiters out there? That's my picks for week number two. If you got a problem, go to my social media right now at Rock T Holla, and we can talk about it. There it is. Pippin! This episode of I Hate the Homies is brought to you by McDonald's. You know how you can smell when your food's about to be good, good? That's me every time I pull out the Mickey D's drive-thru with a McCrispy sandwich. I mean, we're talking about two buttered buns stacked with pickles and crispy, juicy, tender chicken. Come on, man. And when that crispy chicken and the crispy pickle come together between two buttered buns, yeah, all is good. And the funny thing is that I don't think I've ever made it home from the drive-thru without taking a bite of that freshly prepared McCrispy sandwich because once I smell it, I got to have it right there in the car. I guess the word is out on that. So go get yours today. 